0: The way I think of fitness now is that I'm prepared to do anything. I'm prepared to take on any task that's thrown my way. An emergency comes up, I'm able to handle it. Early on in my fitness journey, and my fitness career, what got me into the gym initially, and there's nothing wrong with this, in my opinion, if this is still you today, was 100% aesthetic-based. Yeah. How do I look in the mirror? Mm-hmm. That was what drove me. in, And it's still a part of, obviously, I want to look good. Yeah. But that, that was 100% my driver. The problem I found over time with that being my 100% drivers, results take a lot of time yeah. in fitness. And if you're basing it solely off of the way you look, you're gonna be disappointed if you're not looking a certain way. Dude, freaking call me next time before you show up with your shirt. Okay, so here you are
1: trying to embarrass me in front of all my friends. You did call me, and you did say this is now the official uniform.
0: I put this shirt on this morning, and I thought, there's a 100% chance, to, chance to Tyler wears this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, but maybe he was. So I'm going to wear it anyway.
1: Again. The email the voicemail and the text saying green
0: one uh, shot
1: shirt is our new uniform wear it wear or it don't every show day. up <laughs> and
0: if you're just listening and you don't know what we're talking about we uh, are both wearing the exact same shirt this morning so I mean, pretty
1: much the same outfit <laughs> literally
0: both wearing jeans boot ish type shoes yep. and our new green which it's a fantastic looking shirt by the way it's <sighs> good and we've had some comments, we've had some some messages, and some people saying, "Hey, y'all need to sell these shirts. Y'all need to sell these shirts." Just know we're working on it. We're mm. a little slow, <laughs> supply chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just shipping delays, right? <laughs> <laughs> we we, just, we can't inflation, Putin price hike, P- Putin, Putin price hike. <laughs> Putin. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yes, we, we've got these cool army green and black, mm. uh, and then you've probably seen a couple of other ones. But yes, yeah. we are working on getting these you know, out so that you guys can, uh, can wear them. I know a couple of you have already reached out. So,
1: so it's funny. I was at a, uh, I was at a conference this last week and I exclusively just wore our one shot shirts.
0: That's all I wear everywhere I go. Now. Oh
1: yeah. And I was humble bragging every <laughs> chance I got.
0: I just brag, brag. I'd, I'd walk I up humble to, brag. I'd walk
1: up to people that weren't even paying attention to me. Be like, Oh, what'd you say? Oh yeah. This is a one oh, shot. Yeah. This is a one shot shirt. It's a podcast.
0: You should check us out. You should subscribe. rate
1: Five stars. You want me to send you a shirt? I mean, yeah, <laughs> They're like, who are you? Como? <laughs> just random people in the hotel. No hablé inglés.
0: Oh man. man. So anyway, uh, you know what is a new cultural trend? I wasn't going to bring this up, but we can we can touch on it just quickly. It's a new cultural trend that I'm not a big fan of, and I want to get your take. Okay. That I've noticed is is really taking off, really in the last few months, and and it's I'm not happy about it. And I think it's taken our country in a dark place. All right. We're headed down the wrong path, in my opinion, based on this new cultural norm. Okay. And so I just want to get your take on it. And this is, this new phenomenon is fast food restaurants asking for a tip. What? Have you seen this? No. You haven't seen this? No. I was at, what was it? Jersey Mike's recently. Okay and you you know they make your sandwich in front of you you get to the end of the line and they have your total and it says would you like to add a tip? Oh
1: so 10%, about, 15%, yeah, 20%. So so that's not a new deal. That's a new and, deal and in my opinion. Well, it is it is new relative to the history of humans. Yes. <laughs> Wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell but, me more. But I would
1: say no and and I've and I've had this conversation with my wife is like you will order it's like a to-go order, yeah. or it's like you—you're not even like you're not being served. They literally just take your order, and there's a tip, and option. there's a tip bar. And I'm like, mm, nah. That I'm
0: good. is that is desperate. Yeah. that is that's greedy. Well, because I guarantee you, because it it makes you feel bad. Did you not? You feel you yes. like, Oh
1: man, am did, there, I, am it's, I that, cheap? it's that I mean, cultural norm you don't of
0: tip at restaurants, anyways. So <laughs> that's not true. I actually was a waiter one summer, and so I actually tip really well. Yeah, because yeah. I know what it's like yeah. to be a waiter. Hundred percent. If
1: you've if you've been a server, guess The PC way Sorry, to say server, it,
0: waiter, server,
1: uh, is servant. Like it's a t- completely different perspective. Yes. But here's the problem, though, is that I know how hard it is. But if you do a terrible job, I'm, I'm not going to reward you.: That's well, I do
0: because I'm a decent human being. Yeah, no, nah, but I get what you're no, saying. If you're
1: bad, then I'm helping you by realizing like, okay, I gotta let do me better reflect, let me reflect on the past 40 minutes and yeah. the service I provided. Yeah. And look, I'm very true, Like, if you do a good job, I will take care of you. Yeah. I will give you 18.8 <laughs> percent. I mean,
0: 18 percent.
1: What is the new norm now, by the way? I
0: think I do at least 20. Yeah. So rich. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've got money so <laughs> No, but it really does give you a perspective if you're a server. Yeah. And the problem is though, you become very you start judging people. Yeah. <laughs> as a server. Hundred percent. Because you know these people aren't gonna even get, yep. get you just know. You yep. just start to read people and you learn. Yeah. But that's why I think this pisses me off so I'll much with these <laughs> I'll be honest.
1: Being a server breeds stereotypes. It does it's, it's not good for you. <laughs> no, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good for our country. <laughs> I remember a
0: $70 tip, uh, ticket or whatever tab yeah. one time they gave me 73 cents. They gave me loose change as a tip one time. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, could I have done better? But in my, uh, my other part of my brain, I'm like, they just, they're just assholes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's why it ticks pisses me off that these fast food restaurants yeah. who did nothing other than yeah quickly prepare your food want a tip that's ridiculous yeah, but i guarantee you they make so much money off of that i promise you they because do. people will do it because of our oh, that, just normal
1: yes market yeah on a on a 12 meal yep. okay here's yep. here's another three bucks it's yeah. like
0: no right so no. i refuse i'm standing yeah. up yeah, I'm to with the tyranny I'm with of these fast food restaurants i am with you look, look tips.
1: if y'all want to put like a college fund jar up front where there's not like an obligation but again it's it's playing the odds. It's playing the numbers. They're yeah. just assuming that mm. over half of the people are going to just going to throw some. And extra I guarantee money at you they do. You. Oh, I guarantee it's more than
0: they. Half. They. I would love to see the statistics of before they started this yeah. to after and how much more revenue is generated yeah. based yeah. off of that. Because yeah. think about how many orders they do a day. Oh. And how? And if half the people decide, well, I guess I better give a tip. Yeah. I'm thinking about how much more money they make. Yeah. I, and, and that's why they do it. That's exactly why they do 100%. it. It's for no other reason than yeah. let's see if we can drive more money out of people. Yeah. So. We're on to you, you bastards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no tip so, for
0: you. Anyway, we're standing up to that. That's that's yeah. a that's a cultural norm I want to put a kibosh on right now.
1: Yeah, because look, I mean, some 15-year-olds have to aspire,
0: that's right, to be servers. That's the, it, you know what it is? It ties back to participation trophies. Yes. We made that's your exactly food so right. we deserve an extra tip. That's right. That's the culture we've bred here. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to fight against on this one-shot podcast. Yes. And that's what we're talking about today is how can you be personally excellent? How can you push yourself to a further standard, yes. to a higher standard? Yeah, and by not, re- not giving un- undue tips. Yeah,
1: or requesting a tip if you haven't given that's what for I'm service. saying.
0: Shame on you if you're requesting tips yes. for, for service you didn't provide.
1: Yes, you know what? I don't understand. <laughs> We're changing the world. Here's, here's one one area too, because my wife spent you know a decade or so in like the beauty industry. She ran a spa back in California, um, and so like in this industry, it's funny is like they're all independent contractors too right Mm -hmm. so if like a hairstylist or whatever so they pick their rates and so and there's an expected tip on top of that Mm -hmm. i'm like well hold on they're picking the rate that they want to charge somebody and it all goes in their pocket yeah they may pay rent they may have to buy products whatever like it's built into it but then you give a tip on top of it
0: Yeah. Like, I'm
1: confused. I I don't understand. I don't understand that. It's like, and every time I have a hard time, I'm like, and look, I sound super cheap on this episode. Like,
0: (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Well, you are. (laughs) I get it.
1: But like, I don't understand. It's like, well, then just build that into your, your fee and don't ask for a tip. Yeah. Like, I I don't understand. I don't understand when you are making up. It's like, hey, I'm going to mow your lawn and here's your monthly service fee. But then you also expect a tip every week. Yeah. I don't tip my lawn guy. That's what I'm saying. It's the same thing. Yeah. I just pay him as whatever. That's I right. For. Whatever your fee is. Yeah. And I guarantee you, the guy that is doing landscaping is working a whole lot harder than yeah. someone cutting hair.
0: Or making my that's sandwich.
1: No offense to anybody out there cutting hair. That's not what I'm saying. But, but I just. I don't know, dude. I cutting don't really hair is pretty understand. gross. So if you can explain it to me in a way that is logical and makes sense, I would love to hear it. So reach out to us. Yeah. Send us a send us Talk a to DM. your wife. Yeah. No. No. She, she just says, that's what you do. And I'm like, eh. I not not enough. Not, I want a logical uh explanation that really just clarifies for me like why you yeah. need an extra tip. You like are... I'm paying $300 for a massage and then I got to give you another 50 60 bucks for two people not 300 not for me.
0: Well no, but I was saying I never I've never tipped a massage therapist. Oh oh, oh are you oh, supposed to? Oh, neither did I and oh I got my hand slapped. Really? Oh, you
1: you have to tip.
0: By who? Oh, my wife? Really?
1: Oh yeah. What do, David, is that, is that something you know?
0: No. Okay. No. <laughs> He's not rich like you. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. So you're telling me I've been screwing, not literally, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Too, soon? <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. Too <laughs> soon? But you're telling me I've yeah. been... Yeah. You've been cutting them short. I've been cutting them short. Yeah. Well,
1: according to industry norms. Really? But then again, I was See, on the you, other side of it, and these tips... When my wife, her big thing was like waxing, right? Those tips paid for our wedding. So, well, when I was on the other side, of what the was this, she doing I, for those?
0: She was pulling body <laughs> hair off of ty. <laughs> you might want to, you might want to vet this out a little more.
1: Oh, trust me, <laughs> that is the last room you want to be
0: in. Trust See, me. this is like racism. Like you don't even know what real racism is anymore because everybody's just supposed to get tips now. This some, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? Was it? Was that a stretch?
1: Yeah, yeah just reaching, reaching <laughs> Combining those bit. two. Okay, yeah.
0: my bad, my bad. All right. So anyway, anyways, personal but, excellence. Yeah. Don't ask for tips unless you deserve tips. Yeah, yeah. This is wow. I, yeah. My mind's open now. Yeah. Because now here I was, I was upset that you know my fast, fast food. food worker was trying to get a tip out of me. Yeah, but guess now what? I'm realizing that okay, a, but, massage but like a massage therapist, a massage
1: therapist, since it's been sixty to ninety minutes, like. I could barely give a massage for five minutes before my face. my hands are tired. I can't. Well, that's a fact.
0: Yeah. No, they, they definitely, yeah. I, I can see how they deserve it. Yes. But I just always assumed that was always worked in the, the price you would think. Apparently not. You would think. Wow. Okay. My apologies <laughs> to all massage therapists I've ever been to that yeah. I didn't do that. So where does the line stop then? I don't know. We don't need to dive into uh, yeah. it. Listen, uh, we've already uh, trashed your yeah. ears for <laughs> too long. <laughs> All right, next episode. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. They're more concise. <laughs> Speaking of three and a half hours of nonsense. All right, I want to take a quick minute to
1: talk about our partner, Choctaw Casino and Resort. Uh, we are really, really humbled uh, and grateful to be a partner for them. If you've listened to the show for any amount of time, uh, you've heard how great – the resort is there, how great the casino is, the new expansion, they've doubled in size, 3,000 new slots. They've got unbelievable sports bar. They've got unbelievable restaurants, unbelievable movie theaters, arcades for kids. It is endless. The things that they've not only improved, but added. Um, but it's just an, the the experience that they provide is second to none Choctaw nation has done an incredible job with the community, with philanthropy, with support. Um, they have just done incredible things. So we are extremely humbled and grateful to partner with Choctaw casino and resort. Make sure I know you know it. It's just a short drive of 75. Go check them out. And now back to the episode.
0: Uh, okay. So what I wanted to talk about today though, really is besides, I'm glad we settled that is, you know, we talk a lot about fitness, obviously, in these new Wednesday episodes and just the importance of it and and why it's good to have as part of your daily routine or weekly routine or whatever. And I think one of the biggest reasons, the biggest reason for me at the stage I'm in, in life right now mm. is that it prepares me for anything. Yeah. And the phrase I think of is fit for life, mm. to simplify it. And that's basically whether I'm asked to go on a hike one weekend or a hunt or my five-year-old is wanting to go outside and play sports, the way I think of fitness now is that I'm prepared to do anything. I'm prepared to take on any task that's thrown my way. An emergency comes up, I'm able to handle it. Early on in my fitness journey and my fitness career, what got me into the gym initially, and there's nothing wrong with this, in my opinion, if this is still you today, was 100% aesthetic-based. Yeah. How do I look in the mirror? Mm-hmm. That was what drove me in. And it's still a part of, obviously, I want to look good. Yeah, But that, that was 100% my driver. Mm-hmm. The problem I found over time with that being my 100% driver is results take a lot of time yeah. in fitness. And if you're basing it solely off of the way you look, you're going to be disappointed if you're not looking a certain way. Plus, genetically speaking... I can desire all I want to look a certain way, but I'm limited somewhat yeah. to the genes that I have. Yeah. Am I ever going to look like The Rock? Even if I took outside help, mm-hmm. genetically speaking, I'm probably not going to look like that. Mm-hmm. He has got great genes and he's taken a lot of extra stuff as well. So my point in saying that is, be careful, telling myself, be careful of what you're aspiring to look like because you're always going to be limited, even if you do take extra help mm-hmm. on that. So to me, yeah. it's shifted. It's definitely shifted over time of how do I function in a day? Yeah,
1: and I think, so I think the aesthetic appeal, and there's a whole business on social media about this, right? Yep. It's all about aesthetics, all about aesthetics. Okay, that's cool, um, but phases of life change. Yep. Things change, Um I just that motivation to me is fleeting, right? It comes and goes. Like if okay, I got a vacation or I got this event or summertime or whatever. Like, but like the, from a consistency standpoint, it's never really been that for me. Um, I know for me it was like really middle of high school. It was all about looks, oh right? yeah, it was all about like all right, I got to get bigger arms, I got to get better chest, I get bigger traps, I got to look good, right? Because why? I want to be attractive. I mm-hmm. want to be attracting to the opposite sex, opposite sex. Right yep. now in like college, like I'd go through these things where like, okay, there'd be a period where I'd be single. And it was like, I was on point with that, like mm-hmm. on point. I, I'd be lean. My diet would be on point. I'd be real consistent with workouts. And then you get in a relationship and then just the importance kind
0: of goes away. And so there's let, me, a, let me pause you right there real quick uh-huh. and ask you something during that time. I'm curious. And maybe you were, I'm just curious, genuinely, clear, genuinely curious. Even though you were low body fat, uh-huh. you know, big muscles, whatever. If you were asked to go run a marathon or you were no asked no to chance. go hike, no you know, three or four miles, would you have been uh, yeah. able to do that yeah, at that yeah, yeah. time,
1: you think? Hike it. Marathon, no. Just because, yeah. I mean, after high school, my body changed in a way that it just wasn't conducive to long distance <laughs> running. Right. Um But... But yeah, I think hiking because I did I did a lot of um, I did a lot of hills just because mm-hmm. where I grew up we yeah. had a lot of hills. So I used to run a lot of hills. We, our stadium, Fresno State, it would it was like this. Uh, it was a bowl, but it would go up. There was probably like a. I don't know, maybe 200-foot elevation change up to the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it start on the ramp, and then you go up, and then I go down, and then I go up on the other side. Yeah. So there was a lot of, a lot of that, and I'd go, and I'd, I'd do that for an hour and a half.
0: Yeah. Um, so you, you did link the two between yeah. looks and performance. So um, I didn't well at Well, all.
1: so – there's the performance aspect that was already built in because I was playing college football, true, so I'm sure. I'm training year round for right. that anyway. That's true. You are, but, yeah, that's a little different. but when it was when it came to like diet and leaning out, it was very much driven by my social scenario at that right. time. Um, but then, so look, just think about that demographic. Okay, let's just call it 16, 16 to thirty. But mostly in America, that's kind of the single, single like lifespan where Mm -hmm. you're at. What about the rest of us? Yeah. Where's that motivation consistently? Like, look, my wife is way too good looking for me, no (laughs) doubt. And so like, I've always got to be like keeping up with it. But at the same time, it's still different. Right. Right. It's, it's a relaxed, like, okay, look, I know she's not, I know she's not going to leave me if I put on 15 pounds or if I put on 10 pounds and I'm just not, So there's just a different motivation for that. Now, in your marriage, when you do get to a point like going through the 75 hard, like there's a different perk, which I'm like, oh, this is kind of (laughs) nice. You know, like there's a different there's a different perk there. So that's good. But the motivation alone, just for aesthetics and wanting because we do this, I would say, very rarely for our own. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that there's confidence, but. We are wanting feedback and we are wanting praise from others about our aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Very rarely is it like, I could care less about anybody else. As long as I look the way that I wanna look, it's all for me. Right. Like there's always some sort of outside influence with it. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think that that's one, I don't think that's healthy. And then two, I don't think that's sustainable. Right. So to your point, is what is your long term ongoing motivation to continue to have fitness? And nutrition as a part of your your daily routine.
0: Yeah, and again, <clears throat> if you're sitting here listening to this, and looks are the thing that because you know I'll have daily conversations with people of, yeah. oh I got to lose ten pounds, you know, I don't, you know I've got my midsection or I've got this wedding coming up, or, and that's fine. Like, I, I get, and we've built a culture around that. Honestly, yeah. is it's it's fitness has become industry less about that. function, yeah, the an industry, industry around that. We, we think of fitness in terms of how do we look mm-hmm. versus what I've evolved into, which I I feel is a much healthier way, at least for me, both mentally and physically, which is how do I perform? Mm -hmm. Am I able to function? You know, we, we, we've evolved, you know, early on, you know, ancestors, fitness wasn't a thing they did. It was a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. like they were active people. They were hunting, they were gathering, they were constantly on the move. Mm -hmm. And we've created a culture and, and, and modern times where technology takes a lot of that work from it. And that's great. There's yeah. a lot of great things about it. Yeah. But the sacrifice is you really could survive a long time without having to be active at all. Yeah. And so now we've replaced this lifestyle of activity mm-hmm. with a lifestyle of sedentary, mm-hmm. sedentation, whatever the word sedentary. is. Sedentary. And then we decide, oh, I'm going to go work out for 45 minutes, three days a week. And we think that's enough. Yeah. And that, again... I, there's a million and one reasons why people don't train and, and, and don't do it, but to me, you're you're living life with a governor on. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have that truck that that I used to drive Penske trucks, and there was a certain speed that I couldn't go above. Mm-hmm. The truck would literally cut it off at that speed. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of living life. If you're not physically fit, mm-hmm. you don't realize how inefficient you are actually living. Until you get in. and, and again, it doesn't make you a bad person. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you don't realize the inefficiencies until yeah, you actually. So, so
1: inefficiencies, but then just quality of life too. So mm-hmm. I was at Walmart yesterday, uh, and of all things, I was buying ice cream. So
0: judge you, judge <laughs> him, judge him hard, <laughs> judge
1: him. <laughs> um, but I'm walking. I'm walking in, and again, stereotypes. Here we go. But like Walmart, very much that. like. People watching, and I, and, I, and I'm kind of hyper aware when I go to Walmart, just because it's like there's always there's always something, right? Yeah. But here's what here's what yesterday I noticed is there was three or four couples, and they couldn't have been more than mid fifties, couldn't have been, mm-hmm. um, and were were overweight. And I wouldn't say like you would it would be like obesely overweight, but I mean. Technically, but, but they were just, they were big. I mean, they were bo- both, both the husband and wife, wa- uh, husband and wife were both big and both of them had either a cane or a walker in their fifties. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were so big that you could tell it was just painful. Right. Going through like, you could just, I, like, it wasn't cause look, I see that and I don't have like, I'm not, there's no judgment. I, for me it's empathy. It's like, like, how much of life are you missing out yes. on? That you have to park in the handicap stall mm-hmm. to load your groceries. Somebody has to carry your groceries out for you. And you've got to have an, like, assistance in just walking from mm-hmm. the grocery store to your car. And I'm like, man, like, there's so much in life that you could experience that, like, you're limiting yourself to. Mm-hmm. Just because of of whatever whatever it is, and and look, I'm not. I don't know the story. I don't know the history. I don't know. Hey, look, was there an accident? Was there something that's caught? Co- I don't know, but just first perception is like there's so much in life that involves movement. That um, man, I just wish everybody could experience that.
0: Yeah, I don't look at those people. Like I when I was younger, I would look at those people. Like, Golly, they're so fat. You know, it was it was all looks. Yeah, and now I'm like I'm exactly like you, which is it's not a judgment. It's, it's empathy of, man, I just, there's just so much more. Mm. And again, maybe they did have an injury. Maybe they're dealing with diabetes. Maybe they're dealing with some massive health issue that they just have no control over. I get that. But it it does, you almost feel sorry for the way, not the way that they're living life, but you just know how good it feels to be in good shape. Yeah. Both emotionally, mentally, physically, all of that. And so it, you're right. It does kind of, it, it makes my heart go out for those people because again, who knows what they're dealing with? Yeah. And so I think that's just what I think of now as, as I've evolved in my fitness journey is how can I function better? How yeah. can I perform better? Again, you know, I told you this on the way in my five-year-old is a, you know, all five-year-olds, they, they just have endless energy and I just can't imagine trying to keep up with him if I was out of shape and overweight. Mm-hmm. And so part of my motivation, a big part of my motivation now as a father of a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and who knows if we're, you know, hopefully one day we're blessed to have more. My motivation now is how do I keep up with them? How do I stay in shape? How can I be that active dad that's still mm-hmm. playing with them when they're, cause I want to still play with them when he's 14, 15, not just yeah. when he's five. Yeah. So that's going to keep me going longer yeah. the next 10, 15, 20 yeah. years. I better be doing the things today keeping myself out of pain, keeping the weight off, you know, the bad weight off. These are the things I need to be doing if, if in 15 years I still want to be able to take them That's on. That's
1: right. And I think about, like, so I'm coaching my boys' flag football teams this fall. And, look, I, they're young, but what you're talking about 14, 15? Like, imagine being able to go out and be able to show them how to do a warm-up, how to do running drills, how mm-hmm. to run routes, how to do – like, and you have the ability yes. to go out and do that. like. Yes. That's something that I look back and I'm thinking, like, I don't know if I ever had a coach. Yeah, even in, in college, they could actually physically mm-hmm. go out and demonstrate what they're trying to yep. teach. Uh, it's very rare. You know what I mean? Yep, it's very like rare. Like, how, how cool would that be is that you can go out and, like, right, hey, kids, we're going to go for a, uh, a warm-up. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to go for a warm-up jog. So we all, now you go jog with them. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you're going to go through your, um, you know, your active warm-up. And then you're going to go through your stretching. Then you're going to go, and then you're actually doing these things with them. Like yes. that's one thing to me that like I, I always said is like I not only want to be able to like do things with my kids when they're 18, but I want to beat my kids yes. when they're 18.
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If we're playing one-on-one basketball, my yeah. son's 16, 17. Yep. I want to be able to take him to the shed. Yeah. And show him a thing or two.
1: That's right. I really want to put my junk on his forehead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pause.
1: <laughs> but. If I didn't do the knees over toes program, I wouldn't be able wouldn't to dunk. Able to do that. I would right. not be able to dunk <laughs> on <right>. my kid.
0: <laughs> Have you tried to jump and touch a rim lately? By the way, uh, I know Honestly, I this is a. There's no other reason to bring this up other than to brag on him. But yeah, I did. I I went and I was shocked at how high. Now I'm not a jumper by any means, yeah. but because I've been doing his knees over toes stuff. Yeah. No pain. And I was able to jump. I'm 34. I was not at 28. I wasn't able to. Yeah. So I I haven't done a rim. But one thing I have noticed been doing the program and I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm
1: pretty inconsistent. I'm doing like one or two days a week, but is we do a lot of box jumps like in, Mm -hmm. in, in my training and I'm now it used to be 24, like a 24 inch box jump. Like it was like, all right, I got to jump. I got to bend my, I got to pull my knees up a little bit to clear the box. I'm literally doing straight legged jumps now. And for, like, 10s to 15s yeah. in a row, which is, like, it's a lot of energy mm-hmm. jumping. And I'm like, okay, I do feel like I'm getting up and off of the ground. Right. So that's interesting you say that.
0: Yeah, but, that, but that's the point, right, is, is how can we continue that? And if your training, you know, gets stuck in one certain way, mm-hmm. are you going to be able to still do that in yeah. 10 or 12 years? If all you're on, focus on is how you look. Yeah. And again, I'm not doing this, saying this to condemn or judge you, you, whatever gets you in the gym. Great. Yeah. But for me personally, yeah. and it sounds like for you, yeah. I think about longevity. I think about yeah. performance. I think about if, you know, the example I use is if I was out on a hike with my kids and we were two miles off the path from any, you know, civilization and my son sprains his ankle, am I able to pick him up and carry him two miles? Yeah. That's what I think about when I think of fitness Yeah. is. Being ready for literally anything. Yeah. You know, my five year old, I coach his soccer team, and now they're five, so they're yeah. not, they're fast for five year olds, but they're not fast. So, yeah. but at the end of practice, I like to run with them yeah. and see if they can beat me. Yeah. And I want to be doing that whenever they're 12, 13, 14, yeah. and still being able to beat them. Uh-huh. That's what I think of when I think of fitness at this sure. point in my life. Yeah. Is how can I be ready for anything?
1: Yeah. And, and I'll take it a little to maybe a, to a darker place um, is you brought up the example of, hey, you're, you're out on a hike in the wilderness in the mountains, whatever. And you know, somebody gets hurt and you gotta, you gotta carry them. I just think as a dad, um, like big thing in our family is like the boys are protectors. Like we're, we we're created to protect our sisters and, and mommy, right? Like that's, that's your job. And my, my sons like are starting to really get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're really starting to get it. But I just think of like, man, there's some scary stuff in this world. We don't know what's going to happen. Like, what if something goes down yeah like what if something terrible happens on our soil mm-hmm. um, I, was talk- I was talking with someone like I'm surprised there hasn't been something honestly right in the last in this um, political regimen um, because I think this would be the regimen that <laughs> China or Putin would would test right right Right. Just because, anyways, um, what if your family's life depended on it? Mm-hmm. As as a father, as a husband, are you are you going to be ready to be able to answer the call if need be? Right. Like it's a one in a trillion chance that that could happen. But what yeah. if? Yeah. Like, and that's just always in the back of my head okay. is that like. Or, like, mm-hmm. let's just say, like, and I'm not saying you've got to fight or you've got to... But, like, what if you're out somewhere? I mean, again, terrible situation. What if you talk about the people in Chicago over 4th of July? Like, what if you're there with your family mm-hmm. and you have to pick up your kids and run and get out of there? Right. Yep. Um, again, it's scary. It's Unfortunately, awful think that's about happening that.
0: more yeah. often than it should. And so, yeah, it's still rare, but... You're right. You got to be ready for that. So
1: I just, that, that comes back a lot in my mind where it's like, okay, yes, look, I want to function. I want to play with my kids. I want to, but like, what if I really need to be able to do something Mm -hmm. and I just don't have the ability or endurance to do it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. For me personally, that gets me up on a Tuesday morning when it's cold outside that gets again, for me personally, that, that gets me out of bed more so than, oh man, I'm, three percent more body fat than I than I want to be yeah to me that's a that's a bigger motivator yeah and again maybe that's not for you maybe you're still young in your life and and looks are everything to you and then I get it I I, I was there one time too but I am happier now with where I'm at yeah with the way I look at fitness it's more of a form of function as opposed to how do I look yeah and to me that gets me up every day that keeps me going that keeps me driving because I know my son's not going to stop asking me to play that's for sure. It's not like one day he's awake. I'm like, I don't want to play with my dad anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he will, but well, <laughs> meaning you were my dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's literally it's constant every yeah. single day. I get home from work, and and I know driving home, I'm like, even no matter how tired I am, he doesn't care. He's gonna ask me to play. Yeah, and so I want to be able to. I, I never want to have to tell him, no, son. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm too. And tired. that goes
1: back to the that goes back to the quality of life thing that I was talking about people at Walmart, it's like the energy, just the ability when you get home, like literally last night. So uh, it's really, really hot in Texas. It's hot in most of the country right now. But it's really, really hot. And I started working in the yard yesterday at 7.30, try to beat the heat. Well, 2.30 rolls around and I'm I'm finishing up. I had like us trimming some trees and stuff like that. And I about fell out. Mm -hmm. Like it was so hot. Like I literally was like, I'm dizzy, I'm I've already drinking like two gallons of water, I can't get enough, I can't get enough fluids, and I was like, I just went and got in the pool, and literally my son, both of my sons were in the pool with me, like, and, and they're like, hey, can I, get, can I get on your back and can you swim under, and I, can you swim under the water and see how far we can go yeah. when I'm on your back, and I'm like, the last thing that I want to do right now is do oxygen deprivation training with you on, with you on my back.
0: But okay, yeah, <laughs> let's go. But you did it, and you were yeah, prepared for it. Yeah, and so we were it.
1: in there, and we did it, and yeah. it was like, and we had fun, and it was great. And then, like, we get out of the pool, and it's like, all right, Dad, let's go shoot BB guns. And then we went out and shot BB mm-hmm. guns. It was just, like, little things that, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, if I if I was the way that I was two years ago, mm-hmm. there's no chance I would be on the couch. Wow. It's just, it's just different. Like, we, we had the episodes a while back about free energy. Like, free energy... Comes when you're active, mm-hmm. because right. you know there's no other way. One, it's endurance, but two, like just the just the endorphins, the the energy uh, production that you have mm-hmm. from staying consistently staying active. I mean, it it really comes back to quality of life. Yeah.
0: Well, and I love supplements, I, I do, but no supplement can replace that. Think about if you drink an energy drink. I don't know I had an energy drink yesterday and it felt pretty good afterwards. But, no, but think about it this way. You you took an energy drink yeah. or whatever because yeah. you're, you know, physically you're not yeah. able, but you would have missed out on, you'd have had to miss 100%. out on swimming, your kid, swimming with your kids or shooting BB guns. Yeah. But because you're actually truly in shape, yeah. you truly have the energy, in, endurance and energy, now you're able to make those memories with your kids. Right. Not only is it memories for them, but it's memories for you, too. Yeah. So that's another That's just another layer of the onion of fitness yeah. is now you're able to make better memories.
1: Yeah, and the other thing, too, the last thing that I'll say is, is you do a great job on our social media, and we have this whole monkey see, monkey do mm-hmm. hashtag that you use. and It's important. It it's is. important that they see that. It's important that they see their dad out working not hiring somebody to do it it's important that they see their dad getting up every single morning to go in their garage and work out it's really important that they see those things because they're going to emulate those too Mm -hmm. and do we want healthy full productive lives from our kids we got to show them what that looks like Yep. they they don't know yeah they Uh, they know what they see
0: yeah i talk about this or i think about this all the time i've said it before but i've never once forced my five-year-old out into the garage with me to work out right he is out there every morning with me because he wants to be. And he's swinging from the bars. He's pushing slip. I never ask him to do any of that. Yeah. And, in fact, it's funny. There's mornings, you know, the, the rare morning when I don't work out. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and, he, and he's asking me, Daddy, are you working out this morning? Yeah. Why aren't you working out this morning? So it's, it's weird to him that I, yeah. when I don't do it yeah. as opposed to when I do. And that's a, that's a great place to be in yeah. my, for my lifestyle, for, for the way I am. Uh-huh. I'm very happy with that. That he sees it as a weird thing that when I'm not actually working out. Yeah. Now, can that get unhealthy? Of course it can. Can that become an obsession? Of course it And I've yeah. been there. Yeah. I've been doing the unhealthy side of fitness. Yeah. But I really finally feel like at 34, I am to a place where, you know, uh, maybe I don't look as as great as I want to, but I'm performing better than I ever have. Right. I'm in no pain whatsoever. Yeah. And my kid gets to see well, me you did, do you things. You did a workout
1: this last week, uh, some sandbag get-ups.
0: Oh, those are tough.
1: How heavy is that, by the way? Is that hundred pounds? It's a hundred pound bag? Yeah.
0: And it's awkward, and it's, it's awkward. I love but, the sandbag, but
1: that is that is real life. Right. Like those are the kinds of things that, like, okay, your kid jumps on your shoulder, mm-hmm. or your something happens, and you've got to get up off of the ground mm-hmm. with someone over your shoulder. Yeah. Like that's real life.
0: Well, I told you we went to San Antonio a few months back on uh-huh. vacation, and we went through these little caverns and caves. Yeah. And my two-year-old, from the get, it's a forty-five-minute to an hour-long yeah. hike, down, up, down, up. He had zero <laughs> desire zero. <laughs> to walk from minute one to minute sixty. He had no yes. desire to walk. I had yeah. literally had to carry him. And I don't say it to brag. I'm just saying, if I didn't train that way, yeah, there's no way I would have been able to do it. Yeah, if I was three hundred pounds, there's no way I would have been able yeah. to do it. We would have had to quit.
1: You know what's cool too about, and sorry, and we can wrap this up. But I'm, I'm like just. Um, This is getting me all excited about it, but, and you've done a really good job of, like, showing me these things. But, like, the cool thing, too, about training for that, instead of just sitting and doing bicep curls and doing bench press and doing, you know, lat pull-downs. Which I'll
0: always still love. Yes. Hey,
1: (laughs) whatever. But, like, doing weird stuff, too. Yes. Like, we did, last week, we did a mile with a 20-pound medicine ball. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we literally had to run yeah. with a twenty-pound medicine ball and had to run a mile. That's was, awesome. Yeah, and it was like that's something that like I've never felt. I've never felt my like back on fire like that. Yeah. Except when I carry my kids at yeah. Disney or something like that. Right. You know. So it's like it's like you you can think of these weird abstract types of workouts that totally make it interesting mm-hmm. and it's like a new feeling and it's fun and exciting. But then, like. Yeah. It's not doing the same thing over and over yeah. and over again.
0: That, that, and I keep referring back. That's another place I was in early in my career. It was very rigid. I was yeah. very rigid in my thinking of yeah. training. And it was, it was very, like, one way is the best way, and this is all I can do. And I've got to stay structured, and I've got to stay disciplined with just this. But what I've come to realize is fitness can be expressed right. in so many ways. So many ways. There's so many ways to do it. Yeah. Which actually leads us perfectly in how we'll wrap up this episode. Yeah, so buddy. Here we go. Today is Wednesday. This Saturday – we're introducing a brand new, I guess you will call it a segment. I don't know what you'd call it, but we're doing a new yeah. thing starting this Saturday. Yeah. And you're only going to be able to see it truly on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, and we're going to call it, it's called Saturday Suffering. And as the name implies, what we're going to do is Tyler and I are going to get together. We're going to invite, anybody listening to this, come join us. This is, That's especially sweet. if you not this week. Not this week. In future times, we would love for you to join us, in especially if you're here in DFW. Shoot, if you're not in DFW, fly in. Come we on. We'd love to have you. Let's go. So once a month, what we're going to do is we're going to do this thing called Saturday Suffering. And the point of Saturday Suffering is that we're going to put ourselves in a very, very, very uncomfortable situation, fitness-wise. That we normally wouldn't do. Now, normally we push ourselves. We get uncomfortable during yeah. the week. But this is supposed to be above and beyond yeah. the norm. And the reason for that is we talk about it all the time. Mental toughness, physical toughness are perishable yeah. skills. Yeah. If you don't keep up with it, you lose it. Yeah. When we were doing football offseason 10, 12 years ago, our minds were unbreakable Shit. during that time but over time most most, mostly of, us. most yeah. of us but over time you get out of that mold yeah. and you start getting you start making a little bit of money you start getting a nice house you start doing all these comfort things. creeps comfort in. creeps in exactly and so the point of these saturday suffering fitness challenges if you yeah. will is that it's going to push us beyond what we think we're capable of we're not going to die but we do want to get maybe to yeah. death's doorstep. Yeah. So it's it's
1: similar like in the in the CrossFit community they have these hero WADs. Yes. And so what these hero WADs are, if you're unfamiliar with it, is it's it's commemorating, it's remembering, whether it's first responders, military, um, any public servant that has lost their life at some point. Um, but what it is is it is a workout that takes takes it up a notch. Mm-hmm that you mentally have to dig in. And, and the point of it is is doing these, like the Murph on Memorial Day, like mm-hmm. we, we did this year, is it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. But in the back of your mind is, look, I'm doing this in memory of someone else. I'm doing it s- s- for something bigger than myself. Right. Because if it's just for me, I can quit. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to do with these Saturdays, is we're going to take it and we're going to make it so much harder that it can't be about, hey, I get a... You know, I got to make sure that my waist is getting smaller, Mm -hmm. or I got to make sure that when I'm at the pool, my I look good with my shirt off. No, this is like pushing ourselves to a place that is so uncomfortable that we can't get there on our own. That's right, and that's why we're doing it this week. We're doing it with three of us, but in the in the future, we would love love for people to come because now we're going to feed off of each other. There's the encouragement. There's a push because. Again, our bodies are capable of doing unbelievable things. Our bodies will go way, way, way longer than our minds will Mm -hmm. if we let our mind tell us to
0: stop. Yeah, Yeah. the point of these, like Tyler said, is to get through and and in the middle of it at some point, we're going to want to quit. But we don't. We push through that. And that's the point, is putting ourselves into an uncomfortable spot and proving to ourselves that we can get through it. That's right. And we're going to bring our boys with us. We're going to show them you know, what it's like to suffer and how do we respond to suffering and to stressful situations, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be really, really difficult. But the point is to reintroduce some of that controlled suffering into our lives. So we don't forget what we're truly made of. So that when times of stress do come and maybe we are out at a, at a, at some sort of event and an emergency pops up, we're ready to do it. And the only way that you can get used to that type thing is by practicing it. And so that's what this Saturday is suffering. So yep. anyway, we're gonna do it once a month. We'll tell you again in the future. We'll we'll give you more of a heads up if you yeah, want to come join and, us. And but. we'll
1: do that. And just just as a as a disclaimer, if you feel like, hey, I haven't done anything, like we're not going to put anybody in a situation where they're gonna hurt themselves. They're gonna. It's, it's consistent. So there, well, we little, can't guarantee that, but well, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> in will other sign, words, you will <laughs> sign a waiver. Yeah. Yeah. But, we're not. <laughs> but what it, what it is though is, is what we'll do is we'll figure out like, Hey, look, if there is a scaled version needed,
0: right. That we can scale yeah. it. down. We want this to be your, a community thing. Yeah. We want everybody to be able to show up, suffer at their own pace, yeah. push yourself beyond whatever your limit is. Yep. This is going to be pushing Tyler and I to our limits. Yep. But we'll definitely try to find a way that you can push yourself to your, if, right. if maybe you're, you know, a little bit, you know, you're not quite in to the, your, in the same your place. Goals, yeah. Right, right. So, anyway, Saturday Suffering, very both nervous you and wanna, excited. You want to
1: share what it's going to be? We can share what it's going to be. Or yeah. do you want to surprise yeah, yeah. them on YouTube?
0: Yeah, workout, work the first workout, and this may not mean anything to anybody, but basically we're going to have a two-by-four board, and we're going to be on a football field. And you have to basically think of a bear crawl where your hands and feet are on the ground, but your hands are on the board and you're pushing the board 100 yards. And then Tyler's going to push it back and we're going to have another buddy of ours who's going to join us. So we're basically going to go back and forth and do that. We each have to accumulate 10 reps of that, 1,000 yards of that. Anytime you stop to rest during the middle of a repetition, it's a 10 burpee penalty. So... Again, I went and tested it yesterday. It's going to be rough. It's going to be really rough. But it could be one of the, We've never done this workout before, yeah. so it could be one of those things that if we get to the end and we're like, I've got a little more left in the tank, we're going to do something else. Mm-hmm. We're not just going to quit and think, oh, that was good enough. Mm-hmm. We want to push ourselves, not obviously to the hospital, no, but enough to where we're like, I left everything out there. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I pushed myself today. Just
1: sure. so, I, I, If I could ask anything of listeners out there. Pray for my Achilles and caps. Just pray for them, please. And, <laughs> and your quads. quads. Yeah. yeah, for
0: sure. So anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it was helpful. If you did, a huge, 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 huge favor we would ask for you is to go to the Apple Podcast app and rate our podcast for us. Help us out by giving us a five-star review and leaving a, just a quick comment uh, review below. It'll take you all of 15 seconds, but it really helps us out, gets us exposure to more people, helps more people hear this podcast and that's what we're about we're about improving the community uh, around us improving the community in this country and that's how we can do it and that's how we could really use your help so if you've ever found any value at all in this podcast please help us out by leaving us a five-star review and a rating also follow us on instagram at one.shot.pod we're on youtube as well again these saturday sufferings are only going to be on our youtube channel so find us out there anything else i'm missing any final closing thoughts that's it no All right. Well, hope you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we'll see you tomorrow.